back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. Ron Saxon is in the house, and you heard me introduce him before. At age 21, weighing 180 pounds, successful, up-and-coming model, and looking fabulous at the top of his game, and turning around and finding out, wow, what's going on? I am a binge eater. And, Ron, thank you for joining the show today because you're taking a very powerful message out into the world. Uh, we're, we're, we're looking at this and calling it the good eater, the true story of one man's struggle with binge eating disorder. How many people in your estimation are binge eaters? Well, the latest numbers put it somewhere between 2.4, 2.5 and about 4 million. There was a recent study that came out from uh, Harvard about uh, three months ago now naming that as the number one eating disorder in America, outnumbering bulimia and anorexia combined. And the big takeaway for me was while those other things are predominantly female, maybe 10 to 15% male, this is uh, 40% male. Well, that's kind of shocking because I think we don't really talk about men, and, and maybe this is my own bias around this. Maybe we don't look at men and talk about men as being binge eaters. I mean, there's so much in the media right now around women and women being out there and having all sorts of disorders, eating disorders. But have we forgotten men in the conversation, Ron? We have forgotten men, but, you know, part of it, a good part of it is men's fault because as I've gone around the planet talking about it, what I've discovered from eating disorder clinics and stuff like that is that that men won't show and that... um, one of the things I suffered with as I was going through it was thinking that this is a woman's thing, and if you, if you have an eating disorder, if you have a woman's problem, then what, are you gay? Are you some kind of weak person type thing? And men, you know, we're terrible anyway about stepping forward and checking out our prostates and our hearts and all these things that we don't want to do because we're afraid to go to the doctor. So you take that and put it to the eating disorder world, plus multiply out the effect of what we think other guys are thinking and the perception that we, what I had for myself was that I just needed to buck up, get strong, and get over it. And, um, and I think that, that all that combination leads to men being hard to reach. Uh, when I've spoken in places, I get emails from men saying, you know, boy, sounds like me and I'd love to be there, but I'm a stockbroker in the area, and if they, someone sees me at your thing, then what's that say about me? Mm-hmm. And so I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to show. So I think it's, it's, it's. Well, I think a lot of it's, it's just, just men. We don't, we're not, we're not going to let you help us. So it's kind of like this is really, uh, you know, this is not really a problem for me. This is, this is not really a problem for me. I mean, and and the reason I, I'm bringing this up because. You know, my own experience, and and it's almost like binge eating is okay because it's a guy thing. Yeah, well. And and I think we've made a mistake with that thinking. Yeah, well, there's a difference between binging. You know, we all overdo it at times, and then when you're full-fledged binge eating disorder, which is, you know, the the, the psychology, psychological world says that you do it twice a week uncontrollably for six months. And for me, you know, I did not want to do it, and my binges would hit the you know, outrageous amounts of calories, 10, 15,000 calories. And for me, it's how I i had a lot of anxiety as a kid for various reasons. My household was in chaos, a fundamentalist religion that was pretty scary for a 7, 8, 9, 10, 12-year-old who really didn't understand it. And I was looking for ways to numb myself out so I didn't have to feel. And so 
when you start learning that at a very young age and you keep practicing that instead of facing life and say, you know, I need to talk to Dr. Pat, we can get through whatever we have going on between us, should I go left, should I go right? But instead, you reach to food as a way to numb yourself out. And, you know, you're going to one day wake up with a huge problem and, and not only abusing food for that reason, but also, you know, your, your emotional skills are stunted. And so until I could figure out what the function of my binging was in my life and replace that with good things, you know, I may be able to arrest it temporarily by using that willpower, which can be a fleeting thing, but until I dealt with it and replaced it with the proper things, you know, I was always going to go back. Well, it certainly is, as we know today, it is certainly uh, an emotional cycle as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, people think that, you know, we just drive up to fast food and that's the deal. But for many people, people like yourself, there is an emotional roller coaster ride that goes along with this. And, you know, and we look at someone like, and this has to be extremely difficult for you because we look at someone like yourself who, you know, we recognize your picture from being in magazines, from being all over the place. Yep. And it would be hard to imagine that you, and you describe this in, the, in, in what you talk about, you, you, you would have, even months ago, been the same guy 60, 80 pounds heavier. Yeah, for me, you know, I was always kind of the overweight guy, and then I even had the binge eating issues before I became the model, and I was able to temporarily rest it, get thin. But even when I was modeling, I was in you know, sheer agony, because it would be, I'd be on TV doing a show, or being on TV with Xenia, this fashion designer, and then I would go home that night and eat 10,000 calories, and I didn't want to. And I knew people who would, who binge, with binge eating, is different than bulimia, because bulimics, they binge, and then they throw up. Right. But people with binge eating is where they, they're stuck with 10,000 calories, which, you know, is not good if you're a male model. So I was in a constant roller coaster of, I would do that, and then I'd have to try to run 15 miles, and my, to this day my knees are toast because of it. Um, there were times I tried to run 20 miles to see if I could get off the damage that I did after a fashion show or after a shoot. And so when I finally pulled the pin on my career, you know, I, would, I remember going into a bookstore, and there was a book out uh, by Random House called Sports, Fitness, and Training, and I'm the guy on the cover. So hopefully you see this guy on the cover, you think, that's a good-looking guy, he's in shape. If I buy the book, I'll look like the guy. And, of course, he's sitting there at 180 in the, in the cover of the book, and I'm standing there in the bookstore at 300 pounds telling myself, you know, what's wrong with me? But the truth of the matter is that dude, the skinnier guy and, or the in-shape guy and the guy standing there at 300 pounds, we were both the same messed-up person who had an issue that we had to deal with so that we could go on and live a fulfilled life. But until I could just, you know, come upon the function and do it like normal people or normal people should do, and deal with life instead of trying to escape from it with food. Uh, until I did that, I'm never going to know what my true potential is, you know, and as a person, and you know what I could do in life. And so, and so for me, the food was like the anchor around my neck. It absorbed my life every second of the day when I woke up, when I went to bed at night, and it just didn't leave room for anything else. And I remember telling my mom well, 20 years ago at dinner, and she didn't even really know what I was talking about. And I said, until I can handle these issues that I have with food, she really didn't know what I meant. I'm never going to know what my true potential in life is because it seems like they're all, it's all that there is in my life. Well, Ron, we're going to take a short break because this is such an important conversation. My listeners uh, know my passion uh, for helping people understand 
uh, actually what they go through, the ups and downs, the roller coaster rise, what's going on in our country in terms of eating, and the courage of Ron Saxon coming to the table here. We're talking about the good eater, the true story of one man's struggle with binge eating disorder. We'll be right back after the short break. We're going to tell you why this is an important conversation and what this means to each and every one of you out there. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ready to put cancer behind you? Clarify your purpose in life after cancer. Learn new tools and take back your life. Rekindle your spirit and find support in peaceful Hawaii. Join the next retreat with Dr. Jean Actenberg at Coco Lulu's Cancer Aftercare Retreat Center on the island of Hawaii, July 15th through the 27th. Space is limited, so call now, 1-808-889-9893 or visit cancer-retreats.org. Aloha. The Empowerment Partnership, empowering the lives of thousands of people around the world just like you. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership, whatever you think you are, you're more than that. To learn more, call 1-800-800-MIND or go to NLP.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. Experience the powerful connections between science, quantum physics, and spirituality at the Reconnections 2007 Mastery Conference in L.A., August 2nd through the 5th. The conference is perfect for anyone interested in healing and wellness with your host, Dr. Eric Pearl, and including speakers from What the Bleep and so many more. Call 888-ERIC-PEARL now and mention the Dr. Pat Show for a $60 discount. Visit www.thereconnection.com for more information or to register. Find out what's baffling the medical community. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn how a 76-year-old woman managed to look 25 years younger by drinking Ashitaba Green, the multifunctional organic whole plant food. What is Ashitaba Green? Why is it so widely used in Japan? How has it changed the lives of others? Meet organic Ashitaba grower Linda Hayano and find out how. Visit AshitabaGreen.com or AshitabaBeauty.com. Water. In the hot summer sun, water is a natural thought, like relaxing at the beach with the waves lapping at your feet or perhaps being with your significant other under a secluded, gently cascading waterfall. If you want a little more action, how about water skiing or boating on an icy, clear blue lake? With Expedia.com, everything you need for travel, flights, hotels, cruises, vacation packages, they have it all at a price you can afford. Go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Expedia.com. Pep it up with positive energy power right here on HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm here with an incredible individual who's written a book that is a must-read for so many people that are struggling with this, Ron Saxon, The Good Eater. The True Story of One Man's Struggle with Binge Eating Disorder. The website, if you want to find out more about the book and about him, is www.ronsaxon.com. Let me spell it, R-O-N-S-A-X-E-N.com. Check it out. Uh, incredible photo gallery in here so that you can take a look at the journey, the struggles, 
and where this amazing individual is today and what he's doing to help change the lives of so many people. You know, Ron, let's talk about uh, the health issue around this because I, before the break what I said was, you know, we're up, we're down, we're all over the place. Uh, people are trying to lose weight. We're watching Shaquille O'Neal on, on the TV with the kids. Richard Simmons has been an advocate of this, and yet after all the publicity, after all is said and done, we just keep getting heavier and heavier and heavier here in this country. What is at the core of this, and what are the consequences of this yo-yo up-and-down pattern? Well, the yo-yo up-and-down pattern is... Um is not good for you. I mean, in the end, you know, sadly, as we know, statistics, most people who get it off put it all back on. And I certainly went up and down like that. I probably swang in about a hundred pound range up and down. Um, and all the, everything that, as you know, it's better to have stayed in one spot than thrash your body to get down, hard on your heart and everything else. And for me, my, the, what I'm stuck with is I'm, my knees are in horrible shape. I've had multiple knee surgeries on both knees. And even this last weekend when I was out walking around, it's given me trouble. And I know that one day in the near future I'm going to have to have both knees replaced. So there's that. Stress on my heart. Um, I've got some cartilage and stuff like that. cartilage. I've got some stuff in my, some issues with plaque and stuff like that. I have a cardiologist who's helping me out. But, um, yeah, the, the up and down. And also the up and down is no good, too, because... You know, it seems that people, when they go, when they come back up, like I did, it was like I would go up to 260, then down, then 270, down, 280, 90, 300 pounds. And all that dieting and not listening to your body's uh, true needs and when you're hungry telling yourself, I'm not going to eat, it's just set yourself up for, for me, it was also a trigger for bending besides anxiety, dieting itself. You know, I love certain kinds of foods. And when I go on a diet and I say, okay, I, I got to lose 100 pounds so I can't have that food that I like for, for uh, two years until I get my 100 pounds off. And of course, that just sets yourself up for, you know, going off the wagon and then beating yourself up because you did it and then go off on a massive bench. Well, you are taking this message out here and really telling your story. I mean, you know, I've been through your website. You're really clear about what your journey is about. What has your journey been like for you? I mean, what is... What has this been like, Ron, for, to go from the phenomenal model that all of us know you as to go through these stages of life uh, and to decide to make the change that you want to make and, and now be back in the game at a much different place? I mean, it's has amazing. this I been never thought it was, amazing? I would, I would tell myself every when I would do this, the binge that I started tomorrow to get for the rest of my life, and I went forever not doing it, and i uh, you know, I never thought the day would come when I could put it behind me and I would have the peace that I have with food. And so for me, writing the book was, you know, par- I always thought I was by myself, party one, and that I was very embarrassed and ashamed at what I did. But I knew that there was men out there like me who thought they were alone. When I made my discovery that I went from a party one to a party of millions um, and started my, my journey to improving my life, I looked back and wondered what I was waiting for. So I wanted that same thing for other people. And also... You know, I can remember dieting since 16 years old, so I dieted for a quarter century. And, you know, and to get off that dieting merry-go-round and learning how to eat properly and listen to my body, you know, besides the binging and then being able to handle the obesity, it was like two great big wows in my life. 
And, you know, it's pretty easy, let's be honest, to write a book about uh, when, when good things have happened and you've made the turn, you've got a handle on it, you've made the discoveries, but, you know, I want to, you know, yell and scream to the world that, uh, you, you know, you can stop the insanity, you can get off the train, and it doesn't need to be this thing that just never goes away, that's a part of your life, this being afraid of food and um, the up and down yo-yo dieting and the benching and all that. Well, you know, part of this, Ron, is such an incredible story that so many people can look at and get some help and get some information um, uh, about what you are helping people with now. Now, you're out in public. You're making your story pretty well known. What would you say, uh, how would you sum it up? What kind of advice would you give to other folks out there, other men out there, that are doing the same thing that you're doing? I would let them know that uh, don't be ashamed. Don't, you know, because all that shame and embarrassment and I don't want to get help is so male. And it's, you know, female too. Nobody wants to say, you know, I got a problem, look at me. But, you know, those are years that you're blowing by that you're never going to get back. And you need to have the guts to try to get a better life for yourself. And it can happen because I did it forever. I thought you know, there was no way. And the, the message is begin your journey because, you know, one day you look back and wonder what you were waiting for. But uh, there is a, a better life. I, mean, I went forever. And after you do something the wrong way for a couple of decades, you don't believe in yourself anymore. But yeah. So if I can do it, it can be done. Well, I, I want to just make sure that everybody uh, knows that you're – you're taking this story out in the world. You've had numerous television appearances, and I wanted to ask you about that. Ron, what, what is it like to get yourself now featured on television again? What are most people interested in finding out from Ron Saxon? Well, pretty the, the model thing gets them, um, you know, it's a very interesting part of the story, and I'm great that that's the hook that gets people listening. But people want to know, you know, how I got better, and so, and so that, you know, that's, that's the big thing. And, uh, and also, um, a lot of the emails that I get is, is from people saying, you know, when you, someone, you write a book like this, what you get is a group therapy. Like, I always thought that I was by myself, which, which, was, which was an impediment to me getting better. Right. And so being able to see someone else out there, and to be able to see somebody else out there and be able to say, you know, me too, uh, and know that you're not alone, and know that if, there, if, if, there's, if, if this happened to you, it happens in a certain way, and if you can figure out how, I, like I say, if you can figure out how you got got screwed up, you can you can unscrew yourself, and um, and that's the big message, and that's what really people are really interested in. All right, Ron Saxon. When we come back, Ron's going to join us for our one minute wrap up right here on the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive by. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. What does it take to feel young again? To be filled with vitality. To wake up feeling clear and refreshed. To live without allergies. More and more Americans are wondering if it's even possible. Founder of the Life Force Center in Los Angeles, Dr. Jeffrey McCombs, has been researching, developing, and refining a unique system that doctors and patients from around the world are saying offers them all of this and more. Visit LifeForcePlan.com or call 1-888-236-7680. 
Let go of past trauma, fears, and negative beliefs. Attract exactly what you want in life and release the energetic blocks and imbalances which are keeping you from living the life of your dreams. Internationally known master clairvoyant and intuitive guide Carrie O'Connor has the unique ability to read your energy field and just like a tuning fork, raise your vibrational level so that you can attract what you truly desire in life. Visit CarrieO'Connor.com for more information and for interview dates on the Dr. Pat Show. That's CarrieO'Connor.com. Screen star Olivia Hussey and Susan Allen have founded Dog Save to provide neutering and spaying for the feral dog population near the Oneness University outside of Chennai, India. While this is a center of global enlightenment, the dogs are starving and multiplying without check. Please contact us at dogsave at thedivorceforum.com. We are a 5013C corporation in California. We're HealthyLife.net, reaching and helping a worldwide audience without hype, without shock, and without shenanigans. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We are so jazzed about all of you tuning in. Don't forget to get um, archived 700 of them plus on the website, thedrpatshow.com. Ron Saxon, thank you for joining us today. What's your personal message? What would you like to say to folks? My personal message would be that to begin your journey, that like myself, um, I knew there was something wrong with me, but I was just hoping that I could get over it on my own. There's nothing wrong with getting help through books or through through therapy, talking to others, and um, just to just to begin your journey. Because, like I said before, you know, I, I, I threw away about 15 to 20 good years of my life just within mental chaos. I didn't need to, and um, and if I can do it, you can do the same thing. So, um, reach out and, and and begin your journey. All right, everyone. You heard it from Ron. Ron, thank you so much. You are an inspiration for so many people. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Healthy Life, for bringing us to you every every week right here with the Dr. Pacho. We'll see you next week, everyone.